Anyway, Ilhan Omar made that tweet talking about like genocide in China and standing up to those guys that are doing the terrible things overseas. And I wanted to like ask you, unfortunately, like when we hear about other countries doing anything bad, we immediately think of the geopolitics. So I wanted to know where you were on the spectrum of like, we need more evidence and we need to leave China alone and we don't have moral standing versus, well, maybe they're doing something really bad. So you tell me, well, how do you feel about this whole Ilhan Omar controversy? I mean, I'm going to open with, I haven't been on Twitter in like six weeks right now. Oh, thank oh, like you're the best six weeks of my fucking life. That's incredible. Yeah. Listen, I haven't been on, you haven't been, that means you haven't been on basically all year. Oh shit. Yeah. Six, six weeks is the year. Yes. Oh my God. It feels like it's been like six years already. I took, you're right. Cause I haven't seen any of your takes. I was also off social media, like around the beginning of the year, but I only took like three weeks off. I've been back for like, like at the time that I left, there was like the capital stuff was happening. Force the vote was all anybody was talking about. And it was just Twitter was an awful place to be. Twitter's always an awful place to be, but that was uh, uh fuck, it was something else. But uh no, I got a I think I got suspended for a couple weeks. I think right at New Year's and then I just decided not to come back. Oh, I thought I thought that you had just decided you were too good for it. So who did you did you threaten someone? Uh, I called Dan Crenshaw a couple names. Well, you uh, can. I mean, you can repeat anything that gets you banned from any platform here because it's independent. (laughs) So if you want to say you called him, like, what you call him, a baby back bitch? What'd you call him? Okay, so it sounds really bad out of context. Okay. But I asked asked if... um, Okay, shit. How do I phrase this without coming off as a massive fucking psychopath? Well, don't. Uh, did you? Did you, you? You didn't use the N word. No. Well, that's fucking. <laughs> I asked fucking... if his hard on for the Iraq War was because he wanted George W. Bush to skull fuck his eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you not make that sound like you were just going off? I don't know. I was just gonna say I cyberbullied him and got banned, and then just left it at that. But... On a on a rampage. That's. So <laughs> This poor guy. This poor guy. He he posts all the time. Imagine every time you tweet something, you know for a fact that someone's gonna like immediately make fun of your depth perception. <laughs> it's like a supervillain origin story. I mean, nobody's making him post. He's not really a tragic hero. He he doesn't have to be the the right wing AOC. He keeps trying. I mean, not to not to make a not nice joke, but he can't really see the forest for the trees. But or. i like how when this subject opened you were really trying to be mature and sophisticated now it's just you're just slamming all of the eye jokes (laughs) well i can't say i'm on twitter fine yeah that's true this is a place where you can be as toxic as you like the fuck are they gonna do suspend me from life dan crenshaw could probably have you suspended for life he could have you suspended for two weeks and then you just decide i'm over it i'm not coming back (laughs) yeah i I prefer not being alive but texas may be america's just most tragic state no i feel like montana might be a little worse because people are like where are you from and you're like i'm from fucking montana and then they're like like hannah montana and then is that they should make us they should make a city called hannah montana 
I'm like sixty percent sure certain that that's like a thing because I know there's there's a couple cities or towns in the U.S. called Hannah, and it's like somebody has to have thought about that at this point. I mean, I would have I would change my my city's name to Hannah just for publicity. While you're in Montana, go to Hannah, Montana. Then you get Miley Cyrus out there, and she she does her little thing. Yeah. And then you could say you saw Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus in the same place. Listen, if Hannah Montana is willing to like twerk on my sign, then I fully support that and will pay her, you know, and I'll get some tourism. I don't know what you sell. Uh, Maybe you just do regular tourist trap. Maybe you just buy like a big ball of yarn or something. Or like those fucked up little doll things that are made out of the bobby pins. Make a museum of fucked up dolls. And that would also be like a good tribute. I think Miley would would like it and think it's rad. I mean, if given her time in Disney, I think she was kind of a fucked up little doll for them. Exactly. Exactly. I think she'd appreciate the symbolism. Hannah Montana is looking like a great idea. Hannah Montana. (laughs) Hannah Montana and Hannah Montana featuring Hannah Montana. Yeah. Okay. But Texas. <laughs> Texas, they have no they have no water. Have you you haven't been on Twitter at all. So you haven't seen any of this like footage of like people doing all of their all the great depression hacks are back. Well, I mean, I have family in Texas, so I, I was I kind of went looking cuz I was like, shit, nobody's threatening to like cat me lately. I got to go see what's up. So It's quiet in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> There's nobody praying for me. Something's wrong. But yeah, bro, what the fuck is going on? Uh, It looks to me, it looks to me that Texas has for like the last 20 years just refused to like have basic infrastructure because they're cheapskates. You got to make the fucking money. They have their own electrical grid that's intentionally a shitty below standard electrical grid that was put in place in order to save money. And this is going to become, what, the most expensive... Uh... Of course! <laughs> this is exactly like Flint. This is exactly like Flint. You remember when they had, in Flint, Michigan, they had uh, those pipes, and they, you know, were changing the whole system for water yeah. filtration to save a couple of bucks. They ended up, like, fucking up the entire town of Flint. Yeah, and then poisoning, like, what, three generations? Yeah. This is like that, except they fucked up the entire state. And they're just killing off all the old people. Which, I mean, we were doing that anyway, but just doing it faster. Governor Abbott has his own Katrina now. And instead of just being New Orleans, like, literally his entire state is having a Katrina. Hey, everything's bigger in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, the fuck-ups are bigger in Texas. (laughs) Speaking of fuck-ups, where's Ted Cruz? Can you explain, do you know this story about Ted? He fucked off to Cancun, didn't he? He fucked off the Cancun. Heidi, did you know that Heidi is the brainchild behind that? No, really? They snitched on her. She had a group DM and she was like telling people, we can get the hell out of here. Our friend lost their power. We gotta, we can go anywhere. Let's go to Cancun. This was all her idea. God, she got called out in the fucking group chat. That's Someone in the group chat betrayed her. God damn. You know, sometimes you just want to like escape the mess you made and go to Cancun in the middle of a pandemic with all your rich friends. But then like some asshole has to like leak your DMs and that's just like, that's not cool. There's no loyalty among thieves anymore. Ah, bitches ain't shit. There's no loyalty among Texas housewives. This guy, Ted Cruz, he crosses the border, you know, to get a better life with his family (laughs) and uh, everybody just starts persecuting him. It's not fair. 
It's because he's a Christian, you know that? It's, it's cause he's Mexican. He's Latino now. Jesus Christ. Like he he tried to forget and then he went down there and, and they all let him remember. This poor guy, he says he's not running for re-election again. I don't know if that's true or not. Can't run for re-election if you're running from the law. Actually, no, that's a lie. You can't run for re-election if you're running from a mob. <laughs> <laughs> And they're really going to have their torches and pitchforks because they ain't got fucking nothing else. They've got, like, sharp forks instead of pitchforks. They're just regular forks, and they're really sharp. They're fucking uh, steak knives. Yeah. Or they're guns that they decided that were more important for the apocalypse than, like, food or fuel or anything else that would have helped during this. One of the life hacks, one of the depression life hacks, one of the great depression life hacks, which really is such a 2021 vibe, they're taking candles and putting them, you know, putting the pot on top of some soup cans. And so the soup cans are a little taller than the candle, so it provides a little, you know, space for the pan. And so they're like heating up, one person was heating up some chocolate, one person was heating up like some coffee or some soup. It's basically like a a miniature burner or whatever. That's what I did when, like, uh, you know, parents had a party with all their little uh, military friends, and I'm like, if I go down there, I'm gonna have to talk to people. So I would just take a little tea candle and get a cup and put it on top of there, and just, like, made ramen noodles. Do you have any uh, relatives that are of the age where they have, like, a freezer and it's filled with expired food? Yes, that's most of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure some of them have bodies in their freezers, too. Oh, God. But I think a dead body would count as expired person. Yeah, uh, that, that's yeah. In, that dead body is instantly expired. As soon as it's expired, it's expired. Oh, uh, I get Yeah, I as soon it. as it's expired, it's expired. Well, these people are in like an extreme Great Depression mindset of the food's going to run out at any time. Like a lot of those people grew up as children of the Depression. You know, my grandmother's in her 90s and she lived through a bunch of that you know no food stuff i had another grandmother passed like i don't know 20 years ago but she also lived through the depression and she had i guess we're both describing the same kind of freezers it's a big ass freezer that like sits in the middle of a room like in your basement or something and the laundry room yeah slash garage slash literally everything else in the house you know you know what's up yeah but it's like the you know the shitty little like food stuff that you sold for school fundraisers that were yeah yeah, I'm pretty sure my grandmother still has some of that cookie dough in her freezer. And the last time I even remember one of those was 15 years ago. That thing's going to come to life. It's going to form sentience. And it's going to come out and it's going to it's gonna hunt down Ted Cruz. <laughs> the role of cookie dough. She's playing the cookie monster. It's a fucking cookie monster. It's a She's literal playing the long game. Monster. So what's the political ideology of this tube of cookie dough? Are we thinking is comrade cookie dough or is it just a pissed off, you know, indie that just wants revenge? Peanut butter cookie dough strikes me as libertarian. Like, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. It's so old that it can have children at this point, but it still likes to hang around the elementary schools. These are the kink saming takes that we come to love. Because the cookie dough has now been anthropomorphized to a high degree. And it's immediately in, what are they calling themselves? A, a, pev- a bibliophilia? A bibliophilia? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're like, it, actually, it's technically legal, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this the, the, the girl on this cookie dough is actually a thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> like the Pillsbury Doughboy is technically like 65. So it's Yeah. Fine. It's completely legal. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, here's the thing with the cookie dough. Uh, you don't necessarily like it. You don't get along, but you will make use of it, which I think is most Americans relationship with long expired cookie dough. I think it's Americans relationship with literally anything that isn't guns or drugs. This is true. We should talk. I want to talk about Rush. Speaking of relationships with drugs. <laughs> speaking of things that will kill you, eating things that will just, you'll die on the spot. What a fucking great day to be an American. I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> where at least that, you know, with human beings. God fucking bless us. All human beings have some level of, you know, we all have our own tragic backstory or whatever, you know? Like, I think it's called being born. Yeah. In fact, that is what it is. And you say, you know, if this person was born, you sometimes you think if this person was born a different way, they might be more like me. Or if I came up a different way, I might be more like them. And yeah. you you try to have that that level of humanity for everybody that you deal with. Once in a while, you run into somebody who has like intentionally scrubbed away their entire humanity and just they they've crossed every moral event horizon they have nothing positive to contribute to the human race like i mean i don't think he's got kids thank god married fucking four wives they all hate him his dick didn't work his body was falling apart at a fucking young age because he was taking these pills and living hard and you know not a great lifestyle I mean, I wouldn't say Rush Limbaugh, of all people, was ever fucking born. I think that motherfucker just spawned. Like, somebody had so much fucking hatred in their heart that it could not be contained within their single body. And so somewhere in the universe, this motherfucker came to be. And then he fell through the earth, went straight through hell. Satan was like, oh, what the fuck was that? And then Rush Limbaugh shows up in a fucking radio station and people were like, yeah, that's, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he had to joke about AIDS because that man is the worst STD of all. Just, there's no fucking getting rid of him. This guy, I saw a tweet that said, don't celebrate that he died, mourn that he ever lived. Like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like... And and one of my friends actually went viral and her tweet was, and she got like 80,000 likes, like 85. And she was like, uh, what'd she say? Yeah, I hope to live my life in such a way that rest and piss doesn't trend on Twitter five minutes <laughs> Can you imagine fucking, and like they couldn't run it. Like they, like Twitter couldn't, but like rest in piss fucking went trending after this guy kicked the bucket. And I saw another tweet that said, this guy hates gender neutral bathrooms and his grave's about to be one. <laughs> oh my God. Like I just, I'm trying to think of the things I could say about this man that would not immediately get me arrested. Yeah. He's, he's, he's bad folks. He's super bad. <laughs> He's so pro-life that he had to die so that, like, his hatred could be passed on and create another hell spawn. The bad thing about Rush Limbaugh is, like... He was alive? There are a dozen people that are doing his exact same shtick, right? Yeah. And but nobody the, does it quite like Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. You know, who, the, Bortz was really good. Bortz really hit a lot of the same buttons as Limbaugh. Yeah. Um, just as a commentator, but most of them are just fucking, I mean, Republicans are just not pleasant to listen to. Like none of them are, none of them are like good listens. I've had to sit through enough fucking Herman Cain, Rush Limbaugh, Neil Bork, Jones, Will Cow. I don't think I, I, I was never forced to listen to, to Alex Jones, although I did listen to a lot of, I know you had to be a coast to coast kid or were you too yeah. young? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I was around. 
Well, I think that we are from slightly different generations of Coast to Coast because Close to Coast was a little weird when I was very weird, but it was kind of harmless. Like they talk about aliens and shit. And it feels to me like Coast to Coast, like in the last few years, has gotten weirder and more reactionary or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, it rings a bell, but I've like trauma blocked everything out before the <laughs> age of 17. So. <laughs> fuck if i know uh, yeah no this 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 rush guy he 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 sucks he's rushing to hell he's rushing to hell wait russian <gasps> rush limbaugh is a russian actor. rush russia this is all making sense limbaugh was working for biden the whole time i, I fucking knew it you, I, yeah he made a deathbed conversion uh to a uh, marxist leninist bidenism it's uh, Kamalaism. Yeah, he, he's Comrade Rush, and as a comrade, the first thing he did, fucking croak. <laughs> he has the personality of somebody who sucks. To I'm sorry, he had, God rest his soul, the personality of someone who sucks toes. Uh, wait, what is the personality of someone who sucks toes? Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Everybody, unfortunately, has had some kind of COVID-related corruption. Like, COVID is really laid down to the degree that, like, everybody is is feeding from the trough or whatever. It really brought out the depravity of, I think, everybody. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely not all there anymore. I think I've, like, lost a human portion of myself, and it's just, it's been replaced by, like, a cave troll. Yeah, you're thinking of not giving a shit. By the way, AOC did a fundraiser for Texas, clearly just a fucking flex on Cruz. She raised 325 grand already. Okay, look, Brandon. Yeah. Not all of us can just like raise money for our constituent. No. Sometimes you got to you got to leave the country. It's called self-care. Sure. Listen. <laughs> it's called self-care. This guy this guy went to fucking Kokomo. This guy <laughs> He's singing the Beach Boy. He said he felt bad as he was getting into the into the jet, which you know, thank God this guy felt bad at the Clearport. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like absolutely fucking terrible while getting a lap dance from an underage girl. Yeah, like, uh, man, I'm getting I'm getting a foot massage. I'm smoking a Cuban cigar, uh, having a little whiskey, living life. I feel bad as I fly over you guys in my fucking. Jet. <laughs> The fucking the the fucking pool. Like the, thoughts and prayers from my like my personal priest. Like what is he? He's a Catholic, right? I, I, think I don't so. know. I don't think that man Yeah, that guy serves mammon. Let's all be <laughs> not I don't know what he's doing. Um He looks like Cthulhu just fucking crafted him from his personal teeth. Yeah. Like, he looks like he fed off the tentacles dripping the, the, the fuck i don't know where i was going with that he's an ugly son of a bitch that's where i was going with that yeah what what the fuck did he think was gonna happen um did he think nobody was gonna notice that one of the senators just fucking disappeared into thin air that's a good question and i i think i think he's used to just doing whatever the fuck he wants and always getting away with it i think he really has that much contempt for all of this shit oh no where's ted cruz peekaboo listen, there he is it, listen this guy beat better or work like two years ago right Okay, but that's a really low bar to set. I know, but that was the bar that was set. That is the tech. That is the bar in Texas. Beto O'Rourke is the bar, not like so. He beat Beto, so now he's fucking invincible. This guy, when a U.S. senator wins election, they're like, I don't have to give a shit about anything for four years. Just, hmm. Yeah, you know, it's a mess. He sucks. Um, I just like 
these people have all these guns. Because, you know, apocalypse, you don't need food, you need fucking guns. So you can just take everybody else's food. Yeah, all of these guys, all now Texas. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. The tough state. The self-reliant state. Don't mess with Texas. We don't need no government, you know. <laughs> Except and, right now when they're like, of course, hey, and, where's our government? And yeah, and we're all from the South. We know that like all of these states, you know, the dickheads are in charge and we don't ask to be taken for this fucking ride. Just like you don't ask to be taken for the fucking rides you get taken on. Oh shit, man. It's not even a ride anymore. I think I'm just fucking free falling. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no seat. Someone took the little dinky metal seat. That's what happened in Texas. They were all <laughs> just taking a ride and they sold the fucking seat for parts. Now they're- There was ice on the rails and now everything's fucking off the rail. Yeah. But hey, all that snow will break their fall. They're messed up. I hope that it leads to this guy, Abbott, getting kicked out. I know it sucks to have Republicans in charge of your state because they don't give a damn. Uh. They don't pretend, you know, they just tell you, like, screw you. I mean, yeah, I, look, here, the Democrats are just kind of like, fuck you, but... Yeah. I mean, most of the Democrats in Virginia are just Republicans anyway, but... Yeah, you, you love McAuliffe, that's your, that's your guy. Uh, you love Terry McAuliffe. Our big government daddy. Yeah. Lori Lightfoot's decision to use $281 million in federal... COVID-19 relief funds to cover Chicago police payroll drew an angry rebuke from activists who said the money could have given housing, healthcare, and business lifelines to struggling residents. But that's un-American. You gotta understand, my man. It's like, fuck the poor. Like, if they wanted to not be poor, they should have just, like, gotten a job. But the police... How is there not enough money for cops in your city, but in the Chicago city budget you know you get a litigation here and there the money starts to get a little tight it's just... what are they spending their money on in chicago that the police don't have enough money they all have cars i know they're not cold they can just turn up the heat <laughs> i know their tires work look you their body cams break a lot and they just have to keep buying them but they keep breaking so like not only can we not see the footage of like their interactions with civilians but like they keep breaking so you gotta buy more but then those keep breaking and somehow you just lose a whole bunch of money and then there's no body cam so you can't tell where that went really it's the fault of the people I want to read a little more of this. I have I have some Lori Lightfoot fun after this too. Amika Tendaji, executive director of Black Lives Matter Chicago, said myriad outreach groups could have used the funding to help people struggling during the pandemic. This is a city that's under a consent degree that's being watched by the federal government because its officers couldn't follow the law and were already brutalizing its citizens and doubled down on that this summer. So that money, the CARES Act money, should have gone to our cousins, our family members who didn't have enough PPE, should have gone to getting people food when we were doing out, out doing mutual aid drives, not more criminals, not the police who've already proven they can't stop, they can't follow the law, and they can't stop beating Chicagoans. So all this stuff's happening, generational trauma, and it's it's bad, it's a mess. These guys could have covered. There is $450 million of rent debt in the city of Chicago. And they could have covered like 157,000 months of rent for people that are in the city. Like it's it's a mess. I mean, think of, think of things you can do for $150 million. We could have spent it on ourselves and each had $75 million. 
not to get serious, but you hear stuff like this and like what's happened in Texas and pretty much everything that's happened since like 1776. And you wonder how these people have not been dragged into the fucking street. I mean, right now you have people who are literally about to lose everything they have ever had or ever worked for in their lives we've got politicians leaving the country in the middle of a goddamn pandemic and you know he's bringing something back i don't know if it's herpes or covid but he's bringing one of them but you have him and then you have Lori lightfoot who fucked up to maine of all places if you're gonna commit you know a heinous act of fraud against the people of your city go somewhere more interesting than maine Fucking Maine. They had to go hang out with Stephen King. Both of them, Lori Lightfoot and Stephen King, were hanging out in a haunted mansion, just making fun of Texas people uh, as as all of that stuff was going down, I guess. Oh, hey, did you know that Heidi had Boston as one of her potential places to go? Could have met up. I guess they know that there's there's electricity up there. Uh, I've got to get as far away from here as possible. God, I, if I ever have to flee my home, I'm not going to the fucking Northeast. I would rather die where I am than go to, like, <laughs> Rhode Island. You sound like... You'd have to kill me first. God. You're talking about, you know, like in Hurricane Katrina, there were people who were just staying there like, I'm not going anywhere. This is my home. Well, except your home is just not the Northeast. Your home is everywhere in the world except for Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not going there. That, that land is cursed. It's the fucking those Yankees and their fucking weird tasting chowder. You want me to read Lori Lightfoot's Yelp review? Lori Lightfoot has a Yelp review? She did one Yelp review and it's a little bit incredible. She's Lori L and she she made a uh, a Yelp review let's see for a vip limousine service and you know it's her because it's just got her face she did two reviews here vip limousine i would never use vip limo again driver carlos showed up early for our pickup a good sign right turned out not to be so carlos shows up and wants to use our bathroom a little strange but fine turns out he pisses in our toilet and doesn't have the courtesy to put down the seats beginning of the end we were going to the United Center. Carlos clearly has no idea how to get there. He's totally reliant on a whack GPS system that has him driving his huge Cadillac Escalade stretch down extremely narrow neighborhood streets, going in a route that makes no sense. I had to take over and give him clear directions to get to the expressway. Apparently that was totally emasculating to him, but now he says, my GPS says I should get off at Division, off of the expressway when we're going further south and west. We get there. He says he needs two numbers for the return pickup. We'd already given him one for my female spouse. I said I'll just give him mine since I'm the person paying. Carlos says I need one from the gentleman. I'm confused. And I question this. Carlos explains to this dumb female that he needs a number from the guy because girls take too many pictures and run down the battery on the phone. My expression must have said something because he said, trust me, I've been doing this for 20 years. I am a middle-aged woman, not some dumb kid from his misogynistic worldview. I, of course, gave it to him and his response was to rudely close the window divider while I was still talking. This guy was a complete a-hole. Stupid, terrible driver and a complete jerk on top of it. Cannot believe he is employed. And I would never again use this service while he is. Now, Lori in the paint, but guess what? Circa, there's a surprise. Well, out with it. It's killing me. I need to know. Owner responded. <sighs> Owner responded to the Lori Lightfoot review. So here's part two of the debate. Number one, our driver did not use your bathroom. We checked the vehicle cameras and he didn't enter your home. You had lots of guests over and of them, any of them could have done what you claim our wonderful driver did. Two, our drivers have GPS systems that work with current events and traffic. 
Chicago often has festivals, and we have to work our way around them. It's not your place to tell him how to do his job. Our drivers ask for a gentleman's phone number because they don't want to seem inappropriate asking for a woman's phone number. You should appreciate Carlos took his time to ask for a backup in case you lost your signal or your battery. Our drivers know what they are doing and have experience. It seems to me the only person here who is sexist, my dear, is you. I don't know where you can come to your conclusion that you were emasculating him. Maybe you hoped you were. Your language is horrendous and lewd. Just your rant here makes me feel embarrassed for you. Also, wow, that's pretty insulting that you prefer to women who like to take pictures at their events as dumb females. Your driver arrived early. He got you on time and safely to your event. Your credit card you provided on the contract was declined. We used a second credit card for payment, which is against our rules. And you received an upgraded vehicle twice the price of what you paid without any upcharge as a free upgrade from the company. I wish I could review customers like you. Find something better to do with your time. And you should appreciate great service when you receive it. Three exclamation points. Lori, you lying bitch. <laughs> Now, listen, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, this whole thing with the phone number seems kind of weird to me. I, I can't weigh in on that. I can understand that. Yeah. Especially because the first time that your driver and the driver asks for the number and some woman is, oh, you want my number, huh? Oh, da, da, da. Yeah. And I'm sure the guy does, like, you know, just as a, just a fucking matter of doing business. The guy doesn't yeah, and, with all that. And with services like that, they do kind of try to keep to a certain, like, I guess what's appropriate for the type of people who have rented an entire fucking limo and then write a Yelp review about it. Sure. But God, she got fucking dragged. She got That's dragged. That's probably why she went to Maine. She was fucking a bear. <laughs> she remembered that Yelp review and went, was like, I gotta get, I gotta get where it's cold. I'm getting burned by this, this fucking guy. I mean, if you want to go somewhere, nobody's going to remember you. I think Maine would be the fucking place to do it. That's a good point. I hope she comes back. I hope she goes back where she was, you know, back to Chicago, and they yell at her for this, this COVID thing. This is horrible. Again, we, like, also, we are in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Why are they traveling? It's, it's like, just the, the whole thing that they're doing right now is just shit. Like, the leaving the country while people literally fucking freeze to death or taking a bunch of money and going to fucking Maine. Our government has evolved to a point where nobody, like, nobody in power is even pretending to give a shit. That's the number one legacy, I think, of the Trump era. The, the degree to which he didn't pretend to give a shit, which politicians always thought they had to do. Yeah, it's empowering. Yeah, no, this is the politician empowerment movement. We, <laughs> this is the politician empowerment era, you know? It's his big Beyonce moment. Speaking of people having big Beyonce moments, Dolly Parton. They wanted to build a statue of Dolly on the Tennessee Capitol grounds, uh, like a statue. Oh, I know. Yeah. And Dolly. Didn't she say, uh, don't do that? Yeah. Here's her letter. She said, I want to thank the Tennessee legislature for their consideration of a bill to erect a statue of me on the Capitol grounds. I'm honored and humbled by their intention, but I have asked the leaders of the state legislature to remove the bill from any and all consideration. Given all that is going on in the world, I don't think putting me on a pedestal is appropriate at this time. I hope, though, somewhere down the road several years from now, or perhaps after I'm gone, if you still feel I deserve it, that I'm certain I will stand proud in our great state capital as a grateful Tennessean. In the meantime, I'll continue to try to do good work to make this great state proud. Dolly. What a great letter, by the way. Damn. <laughs> it's such a fucking classy letter. Um, love her. Yeah, it's nice that she thinks things will get better. <laughs> it, it's it's refreshing. Yeah, it is. It super is. But uh, are you crying? Are you like? No, I have a sinus infection. 
Oh, god damn it. So I'm trying not to like sneeze or in your ear. Okay, it sounded like so it sounded weird. like you were just it sounded like you yeah, were I'm just getting choked. <laughs> you start singing nine to five. <laughs> just the thought of her lady dolly is making me making me tear up. Just the thought of Lady Dolly. Uh, Listen, Circa, this, this has been like 40, 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah. In time. It's an episode. And this is a fucking banger because we were on it. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? We got to do it again, but not a full month, like a couple weeks. Like, we'll just keep doing them. Yeah, I'll be around. Maybe less time. Like, you now, you have a stable life now, sort of. It's as close as it's going to get. But Yeah, we got to make some content. <laughs> Circa, hey, you don't have anything to plug or promote, do you? Do you have any org or fund or anything? Uh, well, I would like to mention that the people of Flint, Michigan, still don't have clean water since we. That's were a fucking. That that's topic. a fucking banger plug. The yeah. people of Michigan still ain't got clean water. We're talking. We're moving on to to you know a fucking new disaster, a new generate, a new once in a generation disaster. We haven't had one in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, remember that your the homeless people in your cities and towns also have to deal with the cold, and uh, maybe don't be an asshole. Get some hand warmers, man. You gotta keep your fucking hands straight out there in the cold. It's fucking crazy. Or if you have spare blankets that you'd be willing to donate, do that. Yeah, man, because uh, people need them. People need them. Don't talk to the police. Uh, don't talk to the feds, since apparently that's the thing we have to worry about now. And, uh, yeah, just don't go to Cancun. Cancun. <laughs> Ted Cruz. C R U I S E. You know where we're going here. Yeah. He should have right. taken a cruise. He should have taken a cruise. <laughs> All right. Listen, he should have taken a cruise. We got to get <laughs> out of here. We'll, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Circus, say bye. Oh, bye.